Yo. What up? What up? What up, man? Woof. We back, baby. This it feels like a long time. Man. It does, man. It, it, and I, I feel like we started this, this way last time as well. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> this is not a repeat. Seven days. <laughs> yeah, it's a new episode, guys. It's a new episode. Sixty-two that we're on now. Yeah, sixty-two, man. Sixty-two, dude. Uh, so yeah, we had a little bit of a, a, a weird gaps in between episodes because we we're both doing the, the vacay thing. But uh, we we back to normal yeah, now. We back man. to normal now. We back to reality. <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody back. To the carbon footprint he's one and i'm sean and every week we get together have a few drinks talk about things going on in the world try to focus on things that are making an impact whether they be good bad or otherwise and we have something delicious on the menu today people good boy look we out got, for the recipe yeah yeah look out for the recipe we're gonna post it on ig so so go over there uh, you guys can see the the gin and tonic from last week there as well um and we're, we're gonna try to post them up there every week and put the recipes down because uh yeah, man. So somebody's we we stumble out upon some good ones every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> Matter of fact, the one that I posted uh, a couple of days ago was oh, was it yes? Was it yesterday? No, Sunday. I think yeah, I think it was Sunday. Um, we ran upon that last week. Just we we happened to get the gin right. Yeah. Yep. The gin with that. Yeah, because we always kind of did tonic. a variation of it. Right. But with that gin, man, it just made a huge difference. And we had people who don't even drink who were drinking that. Yep. Who were like, we were watching UFC and we were making that for everybody and they're like, wait, this is good. Like, people who don't even drink. And then we, when we ran out of the gin, you know, the comments were, this one is good, What'd you change? but it's not as good as the yeah. other one. So, so it has been tried and true, people. <laughs> Try that gin and tonic recipe out. So what we got today? So this today, man, we got, we calling this El Diablo. Uh, this, this is a little different. Uh, it is actually some tequila, and we brought out some Don Julio today. We were talking about this a few weeks ago. Normally, you know, we, we've been messing with the Terramana lately, but we got the Don Julio uh, Control. And then, really funky, we muddled jalapenos and cilantro, and then we threw in about an ounce of the Control, an ounce of, the, I hope I'm saying that right, an ounce of the tequila, two ounces, I think I did, of the passion fruit juice, and two ounces of orange juice. And uh, this is fire. This is really good, man. Because if you've never had tequila with like, or a mezcal with with like jalapenos, because it makes it spicy, it's weird. It doesn't seem like it should go together, but it really does bring out like the flavor of the tequila or the mezcal, depending on which one you're doing. Yeah. And so uh, when Juan made the first one, it was uh, it wasn't as spicy as we like it to be. So we definitely just muddled up, just put it to put in some extra slices of the jalapeno on the next batch. We use like a whole jalapeno on the next. <laughs> You know how I knew? I, I go, when I tasted it, I go, oh, yeah, that's going to come out hot. Yeah. <laughs> and fellas, while you're chopping up the jalapenos, wash your hands before you go pee. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a good experience. Did you, did you just have an experience, man? <laughs> no, no, no. I washed my you hands. Knew? I knew it coming in. Like, it's happened to me in the past. And that shit is not pleasant. <laughs> it burns like a mug, man. <laughs> yeah, so go check that out. We'll put the... Put the uh, recipe out on ig for you guys to to try it out oh yeah try let us know what you think yeah for sure man it's uh it's, it's delicious man i like this and we made a little batch this hopefully gets us through the through the episode yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm already i'm ready to down so i'm good <laughs> all right man my cover from another week goes out to the government of iceland so these guys experimented with and and this is as a government right so they experimented with a four-day work week and they did it and they started it back in 2019 okay so I think they did it for like a year and then now sort of like the results are coming out. And um, at very, at the very worst, there was no drop in production. In most cases, there was an increase in production. Okay. 
And and the reason why they did it was um, there was like this whole theory of like burnout, right? Of folks working the, you know, just working too much, working overtime. And um, so is it four tens or just four days? It's four days. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. Is it? Or four like eight hour days. I think it's four eight hour days, but okay. but they did mention in the article that, that I think that you're right and no drop in pay. It was like four correct. eight hour days with no drop in pay. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was what it was. So they they said that they did the obviously the the incentive was you're still gonna make the same money. Um, so they shortened meetings, uh, they reorganized shifts, uh, and then they they did an evaluation on the processes so to eliminate any like redundancies and inefficiencies. Okay. And and they did it for say like a full year, and it's worked like it's 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 totally worked for them man and 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 they're going to keep going and they did it both in the public and the private sector okay so it's not just government jobs they no. actually did it in both no, yeah because usually government the government was, will test stuff out yeah yeah the government was pushing it um but but they actually included um some of the private sector i don't think it was a mandate for everybody yeah but i think that now um and, and I, I didn't see so don't quote me on this i didn't see if they were going to mandate it uh, across the board but it seems like wow this thing really worked out um, so we're going to keep pushing keep forward. Pushing. Yeah, I could see uh, it makes sense there. And then I could see like uh, that'll go to like a Norway too. We'll Dude, do that it. makes sense everywhere, bro. It does, but it'll never happen here, man. Dude, and, and I'm assuming that the the whole like work five days, 40 hours, that's got to be from like the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, that's exactly, right. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just it's it's. And then, and then the school system kind of revolves around days, that. It used to be seven days, dude, right? It used to be seven days. I don't know. What's it that? And then at some point in the, in the early 1900s, somebody came up with like, oh, there should be like a day off kind of thing. And I think it started with one, dude. Yeah, I'm almost positive, dude. Like the, I, I never heard that, but I, I don't yeah. have it. <laughs> like it was something like that, man. It was like uh, uh, it used to be seven. And then I actually, I dude, I, I'm almost positive one of the major car brands. I, I think Ford was the one who went to the... Um, to the, to the I'm, I'm looking it up right now. To the five, I think it was Ford because um, they they were getting burnout in their factories or whatever, and then they experimented it. And when Ford, yep, here it is. So in September 25th, 1926, Ford Motor Companies adopted a five day, 40 hour work week. Um, and then about a decade later, Congress then passed like an act. Uh, followed suit. Yeah, because then it um. Yeah, yeah. So it's Ford started it, and I think when somebody major like a Ford, it took that I think for then people to kind of follow suit, and then but right. it, it used to be dude like six, seven days. I think it was like dude. Let me tell you, I, I had to blow out some PTO recently, mm-hmm. and so I was taking because I didn't have any vacation time. I mean, I, I had a week off, but other than that, I needed to to burn some time. Um, you know, prior to sort of my my year anniversary, and um, so I was taking off like every Monday, Tuesday for a few weeks, and I found that. When I went into work on Wednesday, I went in with a different mindset. I went into I went in there going, I have five days of work to get done in three. Yep. And guess what? You get it done every time. You just work different. I work different even the weeks I'm going on vacation. If I know I'm gonna be on vacation the next yep. week or two, I crush that week because you know, like you know, it's that whole if you give yourself, you know, three hours to clean your room, it'll take you three, it hours. three hours. If you give yourself fifteen minutes, you'll do it in fifteen minutes, dude. Yep. You just you just lock in differently, man. Your brain just you just go about it differently. You get it done. It and just I, goes to show how much time we just waste. Yeah, exactly. And I, and, and I think that even to have that shift in mindset from a company standpoint, I think that if you have like the old heads in there thinking that now the employee is getting over on me rather than taking in the approach of 
No, I'm actually giving them more, you know, sort of work-life balance or just more more time to 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 pursue other things or pursue personal interests, um, knowing that when they're here, they're gonna crush. Yep. Yeah, it's a trade-off. It's absolutely like I'm trading you work-life balance and uh, for you hopefully crush yeah. this in those. for eight hours of like like you know drilling work, right? Like. Yep. Dude, how many how many times you go into the office and 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 you see people and and we we've done it too, right? Where you you have time to bullshit. Oh yeah, it's all the you know it's, all, it's, yeah. it's it happens all the time. Or somebody somebody comes into work and and like the first thirty minutes is them going downstairs and getting coffee from the break room and and then and they say and hi to everybody. Yes. Stop by every office on the way there, on the way back. Find out what you did on your weekend. Yep. <laughs> Talk about the game last night. Yep. Yeah. By the time you settle down, it's like oh damn, it's lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you got about 30 minutes of working in that first you know, that, three hours <laughs> yeah i i um you know it's funny man I, I think if this ever happens if it's ever gonna take shape it this will be the start of it because i think you know we've we've like talked about this a lot on here of like there seems to be this like employee revolution right now right that covid helped kind of kickstart um where for the first time in what feels like probably ever employees have the leverage right now because I mean, you and I both like, dude, I've been to a lot of places in the last, you know, even on vacation where they couldn't staff it. And, you know, like, and, and it's not just one industry, man. I'm I'm finding this across several industries. And I think there's this assumption that people are just going to go back to work when right. when the empl- unemployment check stop or whatever the excuse is right now. I, I don't think so, man. Because it stopped, right? I mean, it's, it's stopped. It's done. It stopped at the end of June and people still aren't looking. You know, now maybe kids go back to school now and parents are like, all right, cool. Now I'll start looking. Maybe. I also still think, man, there was, again, like the awakening thing we talked about where people are like, no, no, I, I'm, I'm a valuable resource. And it wasn't viewed that way before by a lot of companies. I mean, there's certainly companies out there that did value employees as a resource. Um, but yeah, I think man, if anything kickstarts the four, I, I, just, I don't see it happening here because of our our mentality. I think in America, it's 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 the that whole we, that we got to work. We have to work, man. It's the trade off that we got for being like the youngest country in the world, but probably the furthest along in terms of everything. You know, like. Uh, I mean, anything and everything that's like... Yeah, most things, in, in, innovation. The innovation-wise, right? It's come from America, right? And so there's a trade-off for that. And I think that's so ingrained in our culture and our and maybe our kids and all that. They, they're going to have a different mentality. And so maybe they're going to just be forced to change. But uh, yeah, I just don't see us ever adopting like a four-day work week type yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I watch, I, I almost watch my kids watch me. Because I, I do feel like I work a lot, right? So, mm-hmm. like, even when I'm on vacation, there's times when, depending on what's happening at, at, at work, you know, if I have to jump in to do something or if there's questions, like, I, I always make it clear that, like, I'm, I am always available, you know? And it's mostly for, it's, it's for me, it's more of a camaraderie thing because yeah. I go, like, yo, am I, the people that I work with, like I care about those people, right? Yeah. So, so when I'm even if I'm on vacation, I don't care if you got questions or the shit hits the fan. Like you just just call me and and I'll help. Um, but I I watch my kids watch me and and they've made comments to me over the years where it's like, man, you working again? Like oh or 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 like oh I thought you were off today. And it's sort of hard to explain to them, right? Like well I well I am, but, but like, <laughs> my my son who you know is like very literal. Uh, 
he'll he'll check me. He'll be like, Daddy, you lied. Yep. That's exactly. He'll be like, you said you weren't working today. I'm like, yeah, but I got, he's like, okay, but then you're working. It's like, well, yeah, but not all day. Okay, but you're working. And it's like, all right, right. well. Or, you know, or he'll ask, like, what what are you doing? And then you'll do that. And he'll be like, that sounds boring. <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> supposed to be yeah. a day off. <laughs> like, yeah, it is kind of boring. <laughs> you know, it's like, why would you do that for money? Why can't you do and they'll name out all this other stuff? I'm like, that sounds real fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why can't you be a YouTuber? You know, it's like something like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, man. that's what that's what they idolize, right? So it's like, uh, yeah, dude, I'm not, you know, I, don't, yeah. I, I didn't grow up in the world you grew up in. I guess you could still make it happen, but it's like. No, yeah. it's funny, man, because like I don't, like I remember as a kid looking up to people that 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 worked, that had jobs, that had careers, and then, and you know, obviously, some particular careers that I looked at and went like, "Oh, that that sounds cool. That looks cool, right?" Yeah. I don't see my kids do that. No, not they, at all. Like, no, and 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 throughout like the family, like, there's there's no one that they look at in the family, n- n- despite or or regardless of the level of success, and they go, "Oh, I want to do that." Want to do that? Uh, wow. None of them. None of them. Nope. Yeah, man, I was obsessed already by like. Your your sons are what, 13? 14. 14 now? Dude, by that age, I was obsessed with like whatever the definition of success was at that time. Like, I, I got to achieve that. And then, like, it's all I would think about, dude. It's all like every decision or move I made was towards that goal, right? Oh, like, really? whatever that was. Yeah, I'd, I'd feel like in some ways it robbed me of a, of like a normal high school experience, I would say. Because I spent most of my high school years like working. Oh wow! Instead of like, I mean, I did the prom thing and all that stuff, right? Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't go to like games, and I didn't go to like. Like I played sports like maybe my first like year or two, and then after like man, junior senior year, man, I was so like obsessed with like wanting to work and make money, and then like okay, I'm gonna get a head start ahead of everybody and do that. Like, I did some some of that too. I mean, I I worked from the time that I was 14, right? 14, 15, I had summer jobs, and then and then 16 on I, I worked and i think my senior year um i even did the half day so i went to school half day and then i went to work that that was uh, that, that was the, for credit work release thing yep. yeah, 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 yeah 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 that was for credits um but yeah like i said i don't like i don't see and again they're they're still young and you know i, well, I want them to have their own path anyway right so i don't think it good. will yeah, yeah i think they'll have a different yeah i think it's gonna be different what, yeah i think it's definitely gonna be different man i i can see um yeah, there's something different about these kids, man, that they um they don't settle or don't, you know, for all the flaws, I guess, that people will say that that there is. And there is some, right? Like growing up in this generation is hard, right? You can't get away from bullies because they're always there online. You can't, you know, if if you, you're, you know, like when we were growing up, we were watching a TV show or whatever, and they were giving you the definition of what a good looking person is or whatever. Like you saw it there or whatever, you can kind of avoid it or you weren't always like thrown in your it's face. Not in your face. Right. Now you have this like whether it's fake looks or fake success or fake everything's just thrown in your face all the time but i feel like man our kids aren't gonna care as much right like even this generation now that's moving away where you have like the social media influencers who are all about like they're traveling and they're taking pictures wherever and the meals and everything is about like look at my life look at my life look at my life like i think like our kids aren't even gonna care for that i think they're more of the like yeah like that's cool like yeah i don't know i have i have one and one yeah yeah one of them is like i want I want the big house, the big cars, the big money, the big this, the chains, the the name brands of this. And then the other one, like his twin is exactly the opposite. That dude's like, 
all I need is a room in this house forever. <laughs> in this house. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you ain't never leaving. Man. <laughs> That's why, I man. Yeah, I feel like um, it's funny, man, because I'll have conversations with people like about like what, you know, like work burnout, right? Like you and I will talk about stuff all the time and I'll get people to tell me like, man, you're so young. And I'm like, dude, I'm an old 34, man. Like I feel like because I've been working. I'm like, I've been working for like 20 years. But I was like, I've been working 20 years like. Go, 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 you know. Grinding. Like, yeah, grinding, man. Like, dude, I, thinking about it now, senior year of high school, dude, I had a Monday through Friday job at night. Like, went to school in the day, Monday through Friday, and then work Saturday and Sunday. Oh, wow. Seven days a week. Bro, yeah, that sucks. For like, it sucked, dude. And I can't remember a time in my life. Did you life. think it sucked then, though? No. Yeah, you, you liked it. I was cashing checks. It was, it was great. And, you know, and, and I think about the amount of money. It wasn't a lot. It was a lot right. to me at that time. Yep. But it wasn't worth the- When you live at home, man, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yep. <laughs> I had a good time. So I had a lot of fun. Um, but like I, looking back on it, I was like, was that money worth like, you know, being a normal high schooler and having that experience gotcha. and then like, yeah, I don't know, man. And, and then like, would I've embraced a, if I had that, would I have embraced a, a traditional college experience? Right. Would I have like gone to college all day, every day? And but, cause I, I went to college in like two or three classes at a time cause I wanted to work. And like I never went all in on it, you know, and it's stuff right. like that, right? Where you go, fuck, you have the rest of your like, and that's what you don't think about as a youngster. No. Like, you have the rest of your life to work, man. Like you think, like I gotta do this now, now. Yep. and it's like, dude, if I can go back, I'd have bummed it till I was like twenty four. <laughs> 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 but I'm also sure that you've had, you know, you had some experiences during that time that were were valuable. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had. Yeah, great experiences, whether, you know, work related personally, you know, there's things there's things that I got to see because of work that I thought would never happen. Right. That were like bucket list things for me that I was like, wow, like, you know, so I I definitely had moments where I pause and went, holy shit, like this is wild. Like, how did I get here? Um, But yeah, I, I you know, there's still the other side of that where I just go fuck man was do i trade those like five six years of just being a kid i guess right, it's right. like that so but yeah man I, I i feel like we're hopefully moving in the right direction it feels like so many employees man are taking kind of an empowering themselves yeah. um which i think it's good man i think uh you're i think in america you see how slow people are to even embracing the remote thing like i saw initially in the pandemic people are doing it and now you see all these companies now they're kind of backing off they're kind of backing off so you go man if you can't even get on board with that yeah how are you gonna get on board with the you know four-day work week like i just don't see that ever happening here it'll it'll happen everywhere else in the world except for here (laughs) yeah probably i got another good story about um there's a pizzeria in in ohio that did like a an employee appreciation day Okay. And what he was going to do was he said all like all of the profits that he makes that day, he's not keeping any of it. He's giving it all to the employees for that day. I was going to say pizza party. Is that kind of right? <laughs> I said, do you get a pizza party at a pizza? <laughs> the employees be mad. The employee be- <laughs> you couldn't bring Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it was on July 5th, and he said they said that typically he would get about 90 orders on a typical Monday. Okay. Um, but I guess he advertised this thing, and so the community came out in support. And and he got like 220 orders. So he more, like two and a half times, right, almost two and a half times of what he typically gets on a Monday. And so the workers for that day averaged $78 an hour. Don't know if they worked eight hours or whatever, but yeah, whatever, whatever the, it was, yeah. Whatever money that came in, they averaged seventy eight dollars an hour. 
And so some of them made their week basically or two weeks probably that day. Probably more. But yeah, you're probably right because they probably making twelve bucks an hour or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made like yeah. a month. They made their month or two. Yeah, you're right. I didn't do that math right. But so when I read the story, and it's funny because you know you read these stories, and then you know I try I try not to, but I have to read the comments. Oh, I, I have to. I do it too. Read the comments, bro. Oh, I never avoid the comments, bro. But it's the best part. So I try not to read the comments first, and then and then I I was like, oh man, like feel good story, right? Like this guy did this thing, whatever. Then I started thinking, if you're if you're one of those employees, obviously when the day comes and you get that check, like you're going home happy that day, right? Like you're you're happy, you're coming home, your significant other or or not, whatever, right? Like it, it's a happy time. But then you go back to work and you go get that regular check after that. <laughs> Do you then feel exploited? Oh, I that was the thing with me. And I, the, the comments were funny, right? But taking the humor out of it, right? I go like, I'm like, man, like, would I? And, and I don't know the answer to that question. Because the guy shared his profits. He basically didn't take profits for that day. For that day. So it's unrealistic to think that this guy is going to give that to employees all the time because he has to stay in business. No, no. Totally understand that. Yeah. But if you're paying me 12, let's say it's 12 bucks an hour. Uh-huh. You can't afford it. You can't afford to pay me 15 I see what you're saying. Like maybe they felt like, oh damn, dude, yeah. you can give I'm me a little bit off the top. I'm not saying $78 an hour forever. I'm going, okay, you paying me 12 You know, fuck it. Why can't I get 20 Because I would say that the only reason it was that high that day was because of the advertisement to the, to the, you know, like I'm two and a half times, right? So I guess if yeah. you did the math and you go, okay, let's, let's do a normal, then that could be, I would have made $40 an hour whatever right, profit just, like right, throw it out there yeah, numbers, yeah. Yep. and then you just split that up I, yeah i don't know because then you have to average in slow days like what happens on a tuesday or what you know like i can see the logic I, there's probably definitely room in there for and i'm not saying tw- and i'm not even saying 20 is a number right but if what if i'm making like eight bucks an hour yeah, yeah if you're making eight it should be more than that. i can't get 12 i can't go to 15 you know what i mean like that I think, didn't it, it's, uh, my wife or somebody was telling yeah my wife was telling me yesterday that like those articles are like the average, like say wage in Florida or in Central Florida to be able to afford an apartment here was like twenty six bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. So, so twenty five so, or twenty six. So, something so, like so that. You got to be two people, essentially. Yeah, to afford making, an apartment. making minimum wage, and not even not two even people making minimum no. wage. Dude. Yeah, that's wild. Two people making you know fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. So that you have money left over. Dude, think about the professions that re- not maybe not required degrees, but are professions that probably don't make that dude uh, here. A police officer, a firefighter, what, 15? a teacher. No, hold on. No, don't make twenty five or twenty six dollars an hour. Think about twenty five, twenty six dollars an hour is like no, fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, the about, starting about rate for a year. cop here is like mid thirties. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, listen. It, B, hit me up. I'll look. Let it me up. let me know. What's yeah, going the starting on. rate for a cop. Uh. uh I'm pretty sure. I think it depends whether you're county or city. Um, we gotta get a phone in here, man. <laughs> you know, we we got we we got family friends that that we we could call and and, and yeah, validate hey man, stuff. You, got, <laughs> you on we the got air? Question. You on the air? You on the air? You live? Yeah. Not really. We're gonna edit. <laughs> you, you live? If you say any dumb shit, we're gonna edit it out. <laughs> if you say some stupid <laughs> shit, we're pulling you out. Uh, I can't find it. Uh, so I I will. So from personal experience. When oh, you went to you tried to go. I tried in, to get in. Right. I'm gonna. This is 2006, seven ish. So 14 years ago, if I went, and I know I'm gonna get these two wrong, but I want to say it was county. The starting salary at that time was like thirty three thousand dollars a year. So you figure it's gotta be forty now. I would hope minimum. I would hope right, right. 
It's got to be. That's not enough money to get shot at, bro. <laughs> well, we know that. Fuck that. <laughs> and then I know a lot of them. So a lot of them, that's like the starting base salary. A lot of these guys make their money taking side gigs. So the cops, you yeah. know, they take the security detail or whatever yep. it is. like, and, the they, church. and they ride that out and make a ton of yeah. OT. So there's cops that make six figures because they just ride the shit out of that. Yeah. Um, but talking starting salary, if you work your normal job, like, uh, you know, normal shifts and all that stuff. I, it, it, yeah, dude, there's a lot of professions that don't make that that are like, I know for sure. Teachers, I think in Orlando now, I think the DeSantis or in no? Florida, it's 47. I think DeSantis oh, oh, just nice. passed something. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hold on. So the teachers get paid more than the cops? I probably do. Wow. I think you're kind of, and I know the city paid more. The city of Orlando, I think, paid more for okay. cops, but the Orange County didn't pay as much. Um, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to yeah, get yeah, us up gotta, with that now. But I think it's probably. I would hope. Dude, man, did you order the phone? We need a phone, man. <laughs> I got it. You know his number. Let's go. <laughs> I would, but my phone died. This you know what we need to do? We just go YouTube live. And then just tell them the oh yeah that's what we gotta go, do tell them go. tell them hop in we do I think actually that's capable of doing YouTube live so let's do it <laughs> but so here's a good question for you if if the job that you're doing requires little skill mm-hmm. but the company you work for is making a shit ton of money do you get should you get paid by the by how well the company is doing or by what the skill level should pay. <sighs> So like if you sell, I don't know, we sell, we, yeah, we sell pedaguas, right? And it's really hot here. And so the pedaguas sell like hotcakes, right? So you make a ton of money, but we know it's a low skill job. And so I pay you minimum wage. Dude, I, so morally, ethically, right? Like you want to do the right thing and I want to pay you enough to live. I think that's where my kind of idea would be. But I still go back to the, like, I'm going to pay you as hard based on how hard you are to replace. Like, if I can literally pick someone up off the street to do the exact same job you're doing, then it doesn't, you know, like, because some things to me aren't careers, right? It's a job. Like, it's a job. You're not supposed to want to be there the rest of your life. It's supposed to be like an in-between thing. And maybe as a as a company or as an owner of a business, you understand that and you know you're going to have high turnover, right? The, uh, the flip side of that, though, is... These people do represent your company, represent your brand. They're the right. they're the client facing or customer facing, um, kind of like representative of the brand. So there is like a balance there where you go, okay, these guys could potentially lead to more sales and more because of how they, you know, we've all had good or bad experiences anywhere, and that's all based on an employee. But we associate it with that company, the company. right? Yep. Um. So yeah, man, that's that's a hard one, man. Because I've always leaned towards the uh, I'm going to pay you based on how hard you are to replace, and um yeah there's just and i just go to there's just some jobs that are that they're jobs they're not supposed to be a career path now i do want you to make a livable wage like and that's where i i think that's where yeah right yeah. Because, the conflict because, for me is i want you to make a livable wage i just don't know what that is that's reasonable so like going back to this pizzeria which which by the way it was a heavenly pizza in finley ohio um, so shout out to that guy, the owner of that guy for, for doing a great that. Great idea. That it it awesome. is, is a great idea. Maybe we'll do that annually or whatever. Right. That's like a bonus. Basically, they gave them a bonus for the day. Yep. I mean. But if, and and not not this place, but any place like that, right? If if you're selling the hell out of some pizzas and the profits are coming in and you're paying minimum wage or maybe slightly higher, but you're getting enough profits to then open store number two. And then store number three, right? And you can expand your business because you're bringing in that much money. I would think, I would hope that at some point the owner would go, you know what? I got 10 stores 
we are killing it. I could keep expanding or I could raise, you know, the raise the wages for my current employee that have been loyal to me for X amount of years, you know, so even make some kind of like an incentive program man. something, something. Yeah, you should. You should certainly incentivize people to want to be there. I think if your goal is to That's lock people missing, in long bro. term, you have to incentivize them. To, like the thing is, is most you know we'll, we'll we'll both like listen to Gary Vee and his whole thing is like you can't expect right employees to care as much as you do. As you, right. But as a business owner, unfortunately, in a lot of cases, de- depending on the industry, your success is directly tied to the people that work for you, yeah. right? So, in in those instances, you have to be able to give certain positions. Uh, an incentive to want to do well, not only for you, but like for the company and then obviously long term, because those people are hard to replace too. Like you, you don't want to churn them out. Like if you go to, to, to your point, if you're opening multiple pizzerias, right, and you might have a, a a great general manager that runs this shop that you're like, man, I'm going to make this guy like a regional because he can open all of them. And it's like, how are you incentivizing that guy to stick around? Because he's a huge part of your success. Like, right. you know, do you give him a equity in the company? Do you give him profit share? Do you give him, you know, so I wonder too, man, in this like, this this like ethical economy if you will like do people then go to that pizzeria more if he goes you know what from here on out we're sharing x percent we're going to give them their salary and then x percent we're going to divvy it up amongst the employees from here on out are are we more likely to go and buy at those places because we're like you know what i like what they're doing and then do their sales and just go up because of that because i would i think i would i think if i knew of a company that did that i would go and it was good I would go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'll order pizza from there because, Dude, you know, Co- assuming Co- the product. Costco. Costco what? does that shit. Oh, do they? I didn't know that. No, not, not profit sharing, but they pay their employees. Like, you could be, like, a forklift driver like or or the guy that's stocking shelves. Like, they pay, and, and don't, don't quote me on the, on the salary, but let's say they start, like, their warehouse workers are, like, 40 Gs a year. Yeah, that's really high for a warehouse worker. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's like dude, double like, what an average warehouse yeah, worker bro, makes. Like yeah. you could pay them minimum wage, or maybe a little, or, or slightly higher, right? But the cashiers, like it's like it's like everybody, like like the floor. And again, don't call me on the on the on the salary, but I want to say it's like forty grand. Like that's where this starts. Does that create a competitive disadvantage to smaller businesses, though? You know, like we're always. Um, we're always, uh, I guess, complaining about corporations pushing out the mom and pop. Like Amazon can afford to do that. Right. What happens when, um, you know, you have a local, I don't even know, like a construction company or whatever warehouse, you know, like a storage place or whatever that has warehouses that then those employees go, well, shit, I can just go to Amazon or I can just go to Publix or I can go to those guys are going to pay me way more. Like, does it then create a competitive disadvantage for businesses starting out and then innately, then you never have an opportunity, I guess to build a new company because you're at a competitive disadvantage on that salary perspective because you can't afford it. Perhaps. But if that happens, then the goods and services that that mom and pop is provides gets less, which then make creates a shortage, which then now you can charge more and then you can pay more. You charge a premium yeah, and yeah, to do dude, that. So stuff. Like, but I think, it, I think volume wins, right? Like the the yes. someone like a, an Amazon or a Walmart, you know, is going to be able to take losses on certain things because they're just going to bully their way through it. I, I also think, too, man, is that to your point before about the pizza thing, maybe that guy could be paying them more. And this, like you said, this showed them really that. And they go like, maybe I don't want 20. But damn, if I'm at 12, bro, can we be at 15? Be at 15. Like, yeah. which seems reasonable. And then you go... 
okay, now do you get to retain more employees? Because, you know, because it's not all about the money. They go, I really like it here. And then you're now you're paying me 15. So I know you value me more. I've seen what you can kind of make in a day. And then that shit matters, bro. It does. When when you when you believe that you're valued there, that you believe that your employer believes that you're valuable, that in itself, like that shit matters. Dude, it's so huge. And I think uh Obviously, the big conversations are about money, but it's uh, or lately are about money and the minimum wage. But I also think you being able to provide, you know, benefits or or again, a long term incentive to want to be there or, um, you know, like uh, uh, what other perks are you providing? Because, we, you know, we've like I've been lucky enough. I've had a lot of employers that paid for most of my college. You know, that was huge. Um, I've had, you know, employers that offered uh, college plans for your children. I've had, you know, like I've worked for different companies that all had different, uh, perks and stuff in place where you're like, okay, that's cool. Like you, I may not leave for 20 grand more a year over here because I get X, Y, Z here that kind of offsets that. And so, you know, like, it's not just about the money. These guys offered me a perk that was unique, you know? Um, so yeah, man, I think that there's going to be this, like, uh, this all encompassing thing that we're going to have to look at now, but it's funny, man. I, I, I wonder to your point, if those employees start going like, dude, like you, you got to pay us more. Yeah. We just saw this. <laughs> we appreciate that you did this for the day. I mean, is it any different though, from like an annual bonus? You know, like some of us get annual bonuses from our company and you go is maybe that's his way of doing an annual bonus. And he ties it to like the performance of that day. I mean, maybe that's what it. Do you do that like right before Christmas or something? You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. And and I think this this kind of opens the door on both sides, right? For the for the for the workers and for the and for the employer to go like, yo, this is a great thing. I'm gonna do this, you know, quarterly or semi annually or you know, great way to it do is. it. And you pass the buck on to your to the consumer. It's it's genius, bro. Like you said I do this quarterly or once a month. Hey, at this thing of every single month where all proceeds are going to. So you break even that day and you give all the proceeds to uh that's actually kind of genius because then you go I'm doing something good for them but it's not costing me anything. Right. It's kind of Yeah, bro. I might catch on, man. Kind of like this. <laughs> all right, what's what's going on in Texas? Super bro? smart. Yo, you seen I I got to pull up the article. Um I had to look up some stuff, man, because it it was uh uh, it's you know like the 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 headline is very sensational um but it's we not, like we like we like sensational we'll right break, and we'll it, break it down it got me to click it so <laughs> it fucking worked right but so but the headline was um i'm gonna read it to you texas senate passes bill that no longer requires schools to teach that the kkk is morally wrong <laughs> <laughs> and i was like, like what i was like oh shit <laughs> and then you read like you start reading the article and they're basically like uh you know, like, hey, you, they basically want to remove any mention that the KKK is not a good organization or a morally wrong organization and yada, yada, yada. Right. So I'm like, this sounds too fucking nuts. Like, this is overtly racist. <laughs> like, you, you're not like you're not even trying to hide it anymore. This shit, there's no way. Right. So I, I, I go down this rabbit hole I was looking before. And, and what it is, it's in response to this, uh, what appears to be House Bill 3979. Uh, try to stick with me here because there's a lot of shit. I'll try to keep it as simple as possible. But... House Bill 3979 um, would require teaching like the history of white supremacy, including but not limited to the institution of slavery, the eugenics movement and the Ku Klux Klan and the ways in which it is morally wrong. And it and so part of this is kind of like the whole thing we were talking about before, which is the critical race theory. So this is a bill that was presented that's slated to, I think, kick off around September in Texas. In response, the other side of the aisle presented their own kind of bill and they're calling it SB3. I don't I'm sure they're 
whatever kind of somehow linked and there's a thing to the to the numbers but the house bill that was initially presented the the 3979 would would make it so where it would it would require teaching to include the following and many other documents the founding documents of the united states including the federalist papers and the transcript of the first lincoln douglas debate um, writings from the Frederick Douglass newspaper, the North Star, the Book of Negroes, the Fugitive Slaves Acts of 1793 and 1850, the Indian Removal Act, Thomas Jefferson's letter to the Danbury Baptist, and William Still's Underground Railroad Records. So it's like all these things that people know, but we don't know. They don't. They're not right. taught in like our mainstream. They're, they're conveniently yes, omitted. Exactly. And then this uh, this this SB three proposed by a senator named Brian Hughes. Um, I'll let you guess which side of the aisle he's on. Uh, it expounds on this idea that he he basically wants to he's like yeah yeah let well let's take everything out then so I want to remove any references to the KKK and then uh, so I propose amending the bill to require that slavery and racism to be portrayed as betrayals of and deviations from the founding principles of the United States and classroom instruction oh, wow. so. On the surface, you read that and you go, oh, that makes sense. Like, yeah, these people betrayed what our country was founded on. But then I go, hey, stupid, as a government official, you should know this. The founding fathers all had slaves. <laughs> all had slaves. <laughs> <laughs> the the right. a great portion of our history and of our monuments, including the White House, was built by slaves. <laughs> so you go, you can't just go. Hey, these guys—they—they they were basically—he's—it's almost like they were uh, uh, like uh, force traitors of our nation, right? Like they're like, hey, these people acted alone. It wasn't what we were founded on. It's like, right. no, these were or the fucking they, people who yeah. wrote the document, bro. Yeah, that's right. Because like, his things, he goes, HB three nine seven nine is about teaching racial harmony by telling the truth that we are all equal in both God's eyes and our founding documents. He added, uh, you know, like I, I guess in a in his proposal of how you amend it or whatever it is like but i go yeah, but doesn't the, the what, what is it is it, is it the constitution yeah, that says, says that, that we're all equal the, no but what is the one that says like the uh, was it two-fifths or three-fifths of a man three-fifths of a man yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> it's like it, yeah they shall be counted as three-fifths right. right and then so you i get kind of deeper into this right and then it's just basically this backlash against the whole like a uh, critical race theory for texas so he's requiring he's going um HB 379 would require the historical documents related to the civic accomplishments of marginalized population be taught, whereas SB 3 contains no such provision. So they just want to bring to light these documents that exist. There's evidence. And okay. basically, they become part of the curriculum. You study these documents. You can read them. These are written by, you know, obviously, people are time, Thomas Jefferson, whatever it is, and include them as part of the curriculum. He says he doesn't want to include that. And instead, he wants to include... Um, uh, he wants to remove Martin Luther uh, King Jr.'s speech from the letter from the Birmingham jail and the I Have a Dream speech. He wants to remove the Supreme Court's decision in Brown versus the Board of Education, which established the school segregation as unconstitutional. Right. He wants to remove the Snyder Act of 1924, which granted citizenship to indigenous people or Native Americans. He wants to remove the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed slaves. He wants to remove the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Bro, the list, go out and do no, the research. No, of course, but I'm, it's I'm a... It's massive. Yeah, it sounds like it's him going... Yo, you're making us out to be these this horrible people. So I'm going to present a bill that's so outrageous and I'm going to remove 
everything. anything. Right, everything that that it, it's is. It's the it's the response of like, well, if you can't do this, where do you draw the line? Right, right? Like it, it's, right. It's, it's like you said. It's the like I'm gonna go fucking go to throw the hail mary this mm-hmm. way and, and try to reel you back towards you know whatever the. It's so stupid. It does put out a required document. So his required, the list is shorter. It's he wants the required reading should be or or um. I guess uh, uh, part of the curriculum should be the transcript of the first Lincoln-Douglas debate, the Federal Civil Rights Act of 1964, the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which abolished slavery, the 14th Amendment, which gave former slave citizenship and the right to vote, which there goes your three-fifths thing. It's like, so you want to include that, but you don't want to include the things that led us to have to do that. Right. And then uh, the 19th Amendment, which granted women the right to vote, um, the historic relationship between Texas and Mexico and the diversity of the Hispanic population in Texas. Um and then some civic skills, such as the ability to determine the reliability of information sources, which I agree with that one, actually. But so those are the things that he wants to make required. It's just, it's so fucking He's just going the me. other way. Yeah, man. he's just going the total opposite way. But this is, again, it's like, this is why we don't get anywhere. Because you're yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to go be completely unreasonable on this side. Right. And I'm going to be an asshole about this. Because you go like, dude, you're either not trying to hide the fact that you're racist as fuck, or you're just... Like like you said, just you're just gonna be a dick and be like, all right, well, if we're not gonna teach, I that. think it's the latter, man. I think it's just being just being a dick. Like in my my opinion, I think I talked about this was it last week or the week prior. Lo, you know, it's it's history. Just teach it, and and you know, it, you you teach it as a way to tell people this is how we got here, right? It's not it, it's it's not a revenge thing. It's not a it's not a you know we have to get back at at so and so, and it's not it's not for you to have hard feelings. Even though I can understand that reading some of this stuff, and there's all kind of books and stuff out there, you know, on these kind of topics, and I can understand that when you read through that stuff, man, it it can really invoke you know some some harsh feelings, yeah. right? But the whole critical race theory, it's it's not intended to to draw out those feelings. It's just intended to go, hey, this is why we are where we are and we have a lot more work to do, but hey, like it just it is what it is, man. Hey, if yeah, it happened, dude. Like, yeah, like fuck. none of us are here if not for all the slavery that happened throughout the world, throughout history. None of us. And we're not saying like Every white person is inherently racist. It's like, no. hey man, we're we're talking. Here's how we. Here's something that happened. Here were the ramifications of that. And then, right. how do you improve upon this moving forward so that we can be, you know, harmonious? Yep. Listen, man, America is a fucking experiment, right? No country in the world is like us. None. No one has the diversity we have. No one has had uh, the. No one is as as capitalistic as we are. No one is, um, you know, so there's upsides, right, to being here. You get so many people from so many different places, which brings so many ideas, which is why the ingenuity, you know, usually comes from America. The downside to that is there's a bunch of fucking people here who don't like each other, right? Like, you get a bunch of people who, and and because of our tribal nature... It's just not going to work. It may never work. You know, like it's it's a fucking experiment. Like yeah. you go, or maybe it's 200 years from now where then you go, we're all fucking a mix of everything, right? Like, right. Dude, I, we, were, we were talking about this recently. It's like my kids, for example, my kids are mixed three ways, right? 
who knows where they end up marrying, right? Like whatever their spouse or wherever, you know, they have their kids, what their kids are going to be. We're like, they're going to be so removed from that. They're not going to be able to identify with a nation. Like they're going to be, what are you? Oh, I'm Puerto Rican, Jamaican, Italian, German, you know, like they're going to be right. throwing out a bunch of shit depending on, you know, like two, two generations from now, dude, they're going to be so far removed from Puerto Rican or Italian or Jamaican. Especially depending on who they marry, right? Exactly, dude. So it's like, uh, you know, I wonder, does it take that? Does it take another generation or two well, you just of a bunch know of mixed what the hell kids? You are. Yeah, exactly. You just go, uh, I think my mom and dad were this and my grandparents were this. And, and then like that does away with it, right? Because you, like you said, you just don't know what they are. Yeah. Yeah, who knows, man? Shit is weird. I just feel like it, it, it just keeps getting recycled back up. And I know we talk about this on here a lot, but it's just like every time these... I, I see this and I'm just like, fuck, man, you guys are not interested in progress at all. And then it's like, I don't understand why we use this as a political tool. Like, it's mind blowing to me. Dude, I don't think they're not interested in progress. I think that there's, you know, I think there's a group of people that, that, that are going, yo, this critical race theory puts a bad light on, on me. And I had nothing to do with that. I think that. So I think it's just, it's just, it's just a feeling, right? It's, it's a feeling because you have, you even have the other side going, Yo, recognize that your ancestors did all this shit and cut us a check, which I don't think is the answer either. You know, so you have the extremes on both sides and it's like, we just got to meet somewhere in the middle to, just to go like, yo, they're, they're facts. Dude, like all this shit happened. They're, it's facts. You know what? I used to be on this side of like, I don't know the reparations fixes things, but I, so I've, I've like read more on just reparations in general, like historically. Okay. African-Americans here are the only group of people that we've never paid off for fucking them. Think about it. We, we gave, the, the, we, the, the, the we gave casinos Americans. and no taxes to the Indians. We gave Native Americans. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah, Native Americans. <laughs> why, this is how fucked up I am. This, yeah. <laughs> I was taught by a bunch of colonizers. Sorry. And I, got, I, I got, um, dude, the Japanese internment camps in World War II. Yeah. We paid them off. Oh, wow. We, there was another group of people here, man, that we screwed over that we've paid. Oh, the, what was it, the Asians during World War II? I'm saying the Japanese and internment camps during World oh, War yeah, II. Yeah. And there was, there was one more group of, of, of people, I don't want to get it wrong, but we have historically had a, <laughs> have demonstrated that when we're like, yeah, that was fucked up, here's a check. Uh, so I can see why, like, the black community is like, well, fuck, bro. Like, Where's you screwed us worse than everybody. Right, right. And then, like, you don't, you give everybody else a check and you don't even give us, like, yeah. yeah. So I'd, someone had a good idea, man, on a podcast. I wish I could remember what it was now. But it was like, the idea was that do you, do you make them, uh, I guess, make it to where they don't have to, if, if you can somehow prove, I guess, that you had, like, a, a slavery in your ancestry line somewhere and i don't know how you you go that yeah. way but maybe there's a way anyway you you are uh, excluded from having to pay federal income tax forever yeah just through your life yeah through your life so your kids know well i guess if your kids are from a lineage of that does it keep going or do you say it stops at two generations right like do you do you put an end to it because you go listen how long does it take to right this wrong as a nation, right? Do we go, hey, two, two, two generations from now, people aren't going to remember this. So guess what? You and maybe your kids, but their kids are are out. Do you do that? Mm -hmm. Do do you, that? Does that give you a head start to go? Hey, guys, go invest that money in property. Go right. do education. Go doesn't really cost you anything it because essentially that money gets pumped back into the economy anyway. Yeah, and you build it for infrastructure and you do that. I go fuck. That's probably not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea bro. because I'm gonna tell you right now. I'll take not paying any taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I said, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I started That's... my ones for 2020. Whew, I put that shit down. <laughs> I was like, we wait until October. <laughs> like, you can wait that long this year? Yeah, well, I filed the extension. Oh, yeah. uh, and I thought, let me just so knock it out of the way. Yeah, so the, the extension, I think, takes me through October 15th or something, right? And so I started kind of like trying to, you know, I was like, let me just knock it out. Nah. I was like, we leaving this shit to like. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to start paying like uh like extra. You need to claim like zero. I felt like I was, man, but you're clearly not enough. I, I last year I, I had it down to a science and I did really, really well last year. I don't know. Or not the year before. The year I before. Guess. 19, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nineteen. But yeah, yeah. This past year, man, I'm gonna go through there, look for something. Say, yeah, if anybody got a kid or something, uh <laughs> I'll pay you a couple dollars for the social. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, at my tax rate. Listen, I'll pay for your daughter's quinceanera if you <laughs> if you let me have a social. <laughs> God damn. If y'all know any churches, yeah. hit up Wong. Hit up. I got y'all. <laughs> He's going to be a major investor. <laughs> for real. Yo, man, you see uh, this week uh, the passing of Biz Marquis? I did, man. I didn't even realize he had uh, diabetes, but... Yeah, it's, it was type two, right? But isn't type two is curable? It's treatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's treatable. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, well, I think I think you might be right. Actually, I think there is a a very early cure, right? Like early stages of a cure that they feel like they found right now. To, to my knowledge, the 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 sort of cure is not it's not medicine. It's it's your diet. Like you've you've clearly consumed too much sugar. Yeah, a lot of life. people say they can reverse it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like reverse diet, it. exercise. Yeah, yeah, right. Like most, I mean, most of us don't have like. The- well, I know that he. Um, I know that when he was first diagnosed, which they, I believe it was like ten years ago, so he's been living with it for a while. Um, that he lost a bunch of weight, you know, and, trying to I think it. in effort to to manage it, but uh, but I guess he lost the battle with it, man. Damn, dude, that shit runs through my family. Um, fuck everybody. Like my grandmother and all her siblings. So my great uncles, great aunts. Oh, most of them pass from some form of diabetes. Really, dude, and. Be so, careful, bro. Uh, oh, I'm, it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we drinking uh, passion fruit. Yeah, passion said, fruit. Uh, right, pour me some more. Some get, orange liqueur. Let me get there. some simple syrup in this bitch. <laughs> but, but, dude, the people that I know in America who have diabetes, I've never met one person who didn't have like a type two diabetes who didn't manage it just for their whole life. Really? Like, bro, to the point where my grandmother, towards her last couple years, because uh, my grandmother just didn't take care of herself, but. Um, we brought her here to see doctors here instead okay. of in Puerto Rico, which, by the way, Puerto Rico, at one point in time, I don't know if this is true, had more doctors per capita than anywhere else in the world. There's a lot of doctors really? in Puerto Rico. Yeah. They just don't have the resources and the and the equipment and the, yeah. you know, like like you do here. I mean, again, for all the faults in our people complain about our healthcare system, best one in the world. I don't care what anyone says. So we brought her here and she got seen by a doctor because she was losing her vision. She had all this stuff and thing. And he goes, if you'd have come a year ago. I, you, none of this would be a problem. Oh, you wow. would have had your vision. She would have never lost. Like they were amputating toes. They were like, oh, shit. yeah. And 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 actually, my grandmother passed in a operation that was to amputate her legs because it had gotten that bad. But um, he how, was, old, how old was she? Early sixties. Oh wow, uh, early young, mid, bro. Yes, dude. I mean, she wasn't that old, <laughs> and uh, not old at all. Yeah, I mean, these days, right? Sixty three is like forty, right? Like it's it's dude. It's, that's that's it's less nothing, than dude. 20 years for she me, did man. not look like that man she looked a lot older i mean because it had beat her up but wow. I, dude the doctors here told her like you to come a year ago he's like none of this would be an issue you'd have your sight 
you probably wouldn't have lost it. Like, just the, the care is different, man. Because I remember thinking, like, damn, I, dude, I knew kids, like, in high school or growing up and stuff that had, like, you know, their, their insulin machine attached to them. And it would auto-feed them, whatever, every couple hours, stuff like that. My grandmother was still pricking herself old school style with the little thing and then taking, you know, like, a piece of fruit or whatever. And I'm like, yep. you know, and then when it got real bad, she would take an insulin shot. But I'm like, yo, man, these people got like iPods that, that inject insulin in them over here. Why are you do using this? You know, like I used to work with a dude, man, that he would come down and be like, it, it was at it was at Disney, worked in Foods, and the dude would come down there and be like, I need a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be like, for real? <laughs> or you, you know? just want right. one? Or you just want one? <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? I want to make sure you legit. <laughs> you dizzy for real. <laughs> Yo, you ever been around somebody like that, dude? They get I, Well, one time, man, I was actually in funny Disney as well, working in this little like uh, drink place. And um, it's a hot day, long ass line. And this lady comes barging up to the front of the line and she goes, I need an orange juice. And I was like, ma'am, there's, there's a line here. And, and she just got irate. She's just like, I need a, you know, effing orange juice right now. And and I was like, somebody else behind me like looked and, and I was like, I'm like, I got it. So I took one out and I gave it to her and she stood there and drank it. I didn't even charge her for it. I was just like, here you go. And I kept helping the the people that was that was in front of me. Once she got the OJ in her, she calmed down and then explained herself. I got diabetes. Like a life or I death situation for her. And what the fuck? Like, yo, if she would have said, and I told her when she explained to me, I go, yo, like, if you would have just came up here and said, I got diabetes, I need an OJ, I need an OJ right now, I would have gave you five. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, dude, because it's like that, and then they got to have I it. Yes, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. It really, yeah, it really is, man. It's like that, and then like, uh, it's got to happen, or they're out. Right, you know, or or it just gets worse, you know, that leads to a hospitalization or whatever. But right, it's bad, man. That's wild, dude. That 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 sucks, man. He was a pioneer, like he was before my time. I mean, obviously knew who Bismarck he was, but yeah. and I, um, you know, you know all the, the the major hits or whatever the stuff, but uh, yeah, man, that was shitty to see because you starting to see like these uh, all the guys, not not all, but like a lot of the big names that was coming up when you know when when I when I was a kid, you know, the guys I was listening to as a kid, obviously he's one of them. Um, my favorite track from him, man, is uh, "Make the Music with Your Mouth Biz." Like that one. I don't even know that I know that. I think if you hear it, man, I think I think you'll know it. it's from it's from his first album. I think it came out in like '88. Wow. Okay. Um, but you know, like he's kind of known for um, "Just a Friend," right? That was, yeah, like, yeah, that was, yeah. Like, yeah a that's big the big hit. Dude, I read a story, man, that that. So like he wasn't supposed to sing that hook. Uh, it was no. supposed to be somebody else supposed to come into the studio. They didn't show up. So he just starts doing it. Wow. And it became And it his. became, yeah, and it became, it, it was his biggest hit ever. Um, another funny story about him is he made a song, I think it was on his, like, his third album. And um, I think it was called like Alone, yeah, it was called Alone Again. Okay. And um, it has a sample from an old George, uh, no, sorry, Gilbert O'Sullivan song. Okay. Also by the same name. It's called Alone Again uh, Naturally. Song is fucking horrible. <laughs> the Bismarck, the Bismarck E song is fucking horrible. But anyway, he gets sued by Gilbert O'Sullivan, and it was what set the precedence in the hip hop community that if you're gonna lose use samples, 
you better get permission. Oh, so it wasn't. A, oh, I guess that, nobody that was using samples, right? Nobody was using. No, they um, were, bro. I mean, matter of fact, he had another song, and I can't remember what the name of it was. He had another song that sampled like a like a like a seventies song, like a seventies track. But this one is funny, man, because this is Gilbert O'Sullivan, dude. If you ever hear this song, this "Alone Again" naturally, you you go, why is that? Why does that guy even know who Bismarcky is? Uh, but Bismarcky named the track the same. He just left it naturally. He out. didn't. He uh, so I'm assuming that's how they kind of caught caught it, and it was like yeah, oh, blatantly ripping off yeah, that song. Right. We're like now you got to ask for permission, and right. you got to get. But it was like, because of this. This one set the precedent. Dude, because some of the biggest songs, classics, and and rap or hip hop, whatever, are samples yeah. like of old Gangsters Paradise so yep. and fucking what's the big the, dude? The Gangsters Paradise. I I had never heard the original songs of that until like two years ago oh the stevie wonder joint yeah yeah yeah. i had never heard that just why that song doesn't have curse words in it stevie, oh. stevie wonder was like you, you i guess when they asked for permission yeah, yeah, yeah he goes there can't be any curse words in it or you can't use it oh so that's why shit. you go that's back and listen story, to man. that yeah, yeah. and then uh, no it is and it's funny because the, the name of it right gangster's paradise you would think that it's yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be hard crazy hardcore. thing and you go like i think about that as that song as a kid we're all singing it rapping it or whatever yeah. you know like and you're like yeah shit it doesn't have any curse words in it. i always thought it was just because of the movie yeah 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 because the, the movie's kind of yeah. a feel-good movie right yeah and then uh what was it puff daddy's the, the, the song he did i'll be missing you right he mm -hmm. sampled a stink was it there Sting, yep. There's a new, there's a recent song that has a huge. Oh, the Juice World song, the kid that the kid that passed a couple years ago, uh, Juice World. His his biggest hit, um, uh, the Lucid Dream song. He samples, I think it's a Sting song also. I have to hear it. I'm not sure. That dun 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 dun. The way it starts or whatever. That's a song. That's an old song, dude. I'm gonna look it up. I sound a little special there. Hold on. Do that again. <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like an old sting song hold on man I, I know i've heard it oh yeah shape of my heart from sting bro it's uh yeah he's uh it, it's where he sampled it from but yeah you, it's all these like songs that come around like they take these old you know like why would juice world know who sting is like i mean i guess if you're a music fan you know who sting is so but yeah, they or some producer probably had the beat and then just passed it along. Exactly, so that's bro. usually because Kanye is notorious for that. Kanye very rarely makes an original beat. Kanye always samples something and then throws his you know flavor on top of it. But you almost everything from Kanye is sampled from somebody. Almost everything. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what the future holds for music. Um, you know, will there be, will like, will there be samples of songs of today? That that are already samples from like the sixties and seventies. Do you have to ask both people for permission? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends what part of it you use. But fuck, if it's a part that's like a clearly like a remix of the original, do you? Yeah, shit, I would assume you have to point, go all man. the way back. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's. There's got to be precedent to that already somewhere. I'm sure some some trademark lawyers figured it out. Some copyright. Actually, we know some people. Probably reach out. <laughs> who, can, who, who can clear that up? But yeah, man, that's that's nuts, man. He so he and. He he had kids, right, uh, Biz, and then no. I'm assuming so. Um, I did not see who he was survived by. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, rest in peace to that guy, man. Yeah, for sure, man. He, um, you know, going back to the to getting sued by this uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan, he ended up paying 250 grand, and he had to stop distribution of the entire album. Oh wow! So he they pretty much cease and desist. Yeah. Like 
And then, so his next album, he named it All Samples Cleared. <laughs> That's fantastic. I didn't know that. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> All Samples Cleared. <laughs> At least he had a sense of humor about it, man. <laughs> and he was, man. He was known as kind of like the the, yeah, the, the, funny. the the funny, the jokester dude, right? I remember him more from like cameos he made in movies than Oh, like, yeah. He was in um, Men in Black. Men in Black. Uh, didn't he do uh, like Yo Gabba Gabba? Yep. Which I would never have known if I didn't have kids at the time that I had kids. Mm-hmm. I'd never know what the hell. But I remember watching that with my kids and going like, oh, shit, Bismarck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So and I remember him more from that stuff. I mean, obviously knew like when he's on that stuff, like oh yeah, he's got a uh, he's a hip hop guy. I, I mean, I'm obviously I like really into hip hop, but um, I wasn't around for his like you know the prime of his career. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you know you hear everything kind of after the fact, just like you know. Well, no, nah, LL was big when I was when I was in hip hop because LL had a good run there mid nineties. Oh yeah, LL like had the 80s run and then he kind of dropped off and then he picked back up and he kind of came in with like the 90s style yeah Yeah, when that hey lover and doing it came out he had that resurgence and it just yeah 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 so that ll that's the ll that i know that you remember and then you know obviously yeah like i'm like the rock the bells yeah the mama said knock you out even before that even before that yeah see so yeah yeah. so i didn't go back to listen to that until after i had heard the new stuff and i was like oh who's this guy you know kind of thing and then got into that but back then I had to go buy CDs or a tape of something. I, it's not like now where you just go like, you know, iTunes or Google Music or whatever and just go, oh, give me all the songs by this artist. You know yeah. what I mean? Like back then, you got to hunt shit down. Dude, the other day my wife was mad because she pulled open a drawer and it's full with CDs. And she's like, why don't we have this? <laughs> and it's one of those things where I go like, man, like there's classics in there. I don't want to throw them away. But, it's, but then I think about it and I go, I can get them whenever i want on demand mostly for free like it's there's no reason to keep I have those the same CDs. thing i can't get rid of them right <laughs> i have probably three backpacks full of cds like actual stacked and then uh a couple of boxes full of cds that i can't bring and i've never i haven't opened them in years they're just sitting in storage does his car even have a cd player um do they still come with them my car does actually but most of them don't um, most new ones more. don't. My car actually does. But yeah, yeah. My, my, car I mean, my, my car is old, right? So it, it it has it. To be fair, my car has a CD player because that's how you. Um, is that for the for the uh, for the GPS? Yeah, I think that's how. You, well, the GPS might be an SD card that you upgrade. There's something that because my car came with a CD that was for. I think it was like the manual it comes oh, in a CD oh, and you okay. can read it through the screen on the car. It's really fucking weird. But yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I can't get rid of mine either, man. I can't do it, too. But you hear about that lady in Tulsa? No. Uh, dude, lady named Lauren Graves. This, this is a little nuts, man. She's uh, one of the most wanted people in, in Oklahoma. So, so the police named her one of the most wanted suspects uh, as an accessory to murder. Um, they think that she was involved in the murder of a, of a guy named Eric Graves. Um, so they're offering a reward for information leading to her capture or her... Um, uh, I guess information just leading to, to to her being captured. So she killed some dude. They think she's a she's a suspect. suspect. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. or or uh, it was at least was an accessory helped. Okay. Um. So yeah. So they had this thing. You know, they post uh, on Facebook. You know, they obviously post an article. Her pictures are plastering it everywhere. Yada yada yep. yada. And they finally caught her, bro. They caught her because she commented on the on her <laughs> thing <laughs> on the post. Bro, what she, what she say? She you said, got, "You got my bad side." <laughs> she said 
What? And this shit doesn't make sense, but we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll know what she means, I guess, sort of. She goes, what's, where's the reward money at? <laughs> Bro, the best shit is the comments. But the first one that pops up is this lady named Jane Dogo. Girl, you better stay off social media. They can track your ass. <laughs> dude, there was some dude recently, man. So Wasn't some like hip hop dude? That was doing like a live IG. Yes, and and they and they and they was like, oh, that, that that's where you at? We yep. going on there? We're gonna you. go get. Yep, and they killed. <laughs> they them. killed him. Yep, dude, that's happened to a few uh, people, man. Where they go, like, dude, that happened to a uh, uh, um, the politician in Mexico. I think we might have talked about that here. No, she was on like, hey, on Facebook, hey, I'm gonna go live from this blah 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 blah, like doing some like. Uh, you know, like a political event or whatever, mm-hmm. like a rally type thing. And the cartel rolled up. And yep. Yeah. And, Chitty bang bang, gone, bro. Ah, yeah, dude. Like that's this shit. Dude, I, I I usually like. I mean, I'm on social media, right? And but I usually wait. Like if I ever go on vacation, or if I ever go anywhere, right? And I if if, if I want to post pictures for my family and friends, I always wait until after. Man, I'm not one of the people that be like, oh, like checked into restaurant At the spot. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't do that shit, bro. Taking a bite of this right now. And not because I'm important. I think somebody's going to come out and snipe me, but like, I don't want people to know when I'm not home. It's funny, man. I've heard multiple people say that. I'm like, damn, you think people checking? <laughs> but I guess people are checking. Bro. Bro. It would be silly not to assume, I guess, that, that that's a good tool for people who want to do nefarious things. Is you just track yeah. people on social media, man, and go like, oh, shit, they on vacation? Let me go yeah. hit that up. It's funny, man. Yeah. Again, hey. I got the smallest house on the block. <laughs> me too, me too, me too. <laughs> oh, man, bro, you see the fucking spaceship shit before we get out of here? I guess we got to mention the... the. Oh, yeah, dude, we got to talk... Um, the, what, are you, had... what are your thoughts? I want to hear your, your thoughts. Okay, so I think... So the, so the first one was um, uh, Branson. Branson. Yep. So he does the Vir- what, Virgin Atlantic, right? So yep. they, they uh, flew up. They're, they're going to be doing these... Um, Basically, trips to the to the edge of the atmosphere, essentially. Um, but I watched it, and you're only so so. Once you get to the edge of the atmosphere, the the pilot kind of turns around and goes, "All right, guys," or not turns around, but goes to the the the, the loudspeaker and says, "Unhook, you know, unbuckle, and move around the cockpit as you see fit." And it's cool because there's windows all over the place, and so you're there's zero gravity. Everybody's floating around the the cockpit or floating around the plane. Looking through the windows, you can look into the the black of space, or you can look at Earth. Earth is, Earth's probably the the thing you're gonna look at, right? Yeah. Maybe the moon, depending on depending on wh- when you go up. But then, bro, it was literally like four minutes. Yeah, and then, and then you're back. back down. I don't know if that if that's worth two hundred grand. To me. Fuck no, that's not worth two hundred grand, bro. I was unimpressed. But then, so then, so then, what is? I want to fucking go somewhere. Like, put me on Where, the moon. Bro? Put me on the moon. Bro. <laughs> Bro, we don't got the professionals up Listen, there yet. You better put a hotel <laughs> and like a space center type shit, right? Put a hotel, which I think there's somebody already. There's a major hotel brand already working on that shit with somebody. But they're going to put a hotel that's basically its own space really? center. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to put you in there. But I think you have to stay there for like a minimum of seven days, whatever the fuck it is. And then that shit will get boring real fast, bro. You ain't got a pool in there. You ain't got somebody serving they cocktails. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. no, you can't. You no, can't. No, no it's gravity. literally separate. Yeah, it's literally no separate. Gravity. Like, yeah. uh, it's literally like a capsule. Like, oh, you get to stay here for a week or whatever. Have you seen, and and you know, this is, this is the things that never that never dawn on you, right? There's there's a there's a movie, um, shit, it's with uh, Chris Pratt and- Oh, yes. Um, 
And remember when he the, wakes, he wakes, he wakes the girl up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's pissed because he yes. basically cuts her life short, essentially. So, yeah. so in on the ship, it's it's the artificial gravity's on there, but then that shit fucks up, and she's in the pool. Yep. Right. And so the the whole pool like rises. She can't get she out. She can't get out. Yep. And I go, holy shit! I never like I never thought about that. This is weird shit that we take like like yeah. as, as an absolute. <laughs> it just, bro, I was. First off, Richard Branson, bro, to me is if if I had if I was a billionaire, I'd be Richard fucking Branson. That guy just does crazy shit because he yeah. can, right? Like he's jumping out of planes and he's doing fucking stunts and helicopters and he's he owns got, islands. He owns islands. Like Richard Branson is like he's that's doing the model right. billionaire. He's yeah. doing it right. So the spaceship looked cool as hell. Mm-hmm. And she looks like a Tie Fighter, uh, uh, you know, like you know has Virgin plaster all over it. Thing, right. and I go, still not impressive. Like the the plane looked amazing, but I go two hundred fifty k or whatever it was, two hundred k. I'm like, and you just take me up there and it come like, bro, you just took me on a plane really high, <laughs> and then you just. But you know what? Like I said, you want to go somewhere. I, I was thinking like, oh man, I would like I would like want to stay up there longer, but you can't because the Earth continues to rotate. Yeah, and it'll leave your ass. Yeah. And you just end up landing in the fucking ocean. on the flip side, yeah. bro. Like, or plan <laughs> like, the fucking orbit back to somewhere else. Like, that shit would be cool to me. Oh, you take yeah. off in space, you spend whatever, maybe even a day doing space not even, shit. Man, you wouldn't even, but what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, that's probably a fair point. There's nothing to do. There's no space tourism right now, right? Yeah. And then just let me land in Dubai or some shit or like, you Dude, know, have some cool shit. We land in Dubai and we go in the big ass pool. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yep. Remember the pool that I just did? Woo. Like, that shit is... The Dubai, you can fucking... Now you can uh, see the tallest buildings in the world, you know, half a mile high. You can go on camel rides in the desert. You can uh, four-wheel in the dunes. You can... They have they have the ski slope. Yep, they have like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They ski slope. They have artificial islands that, that with hotels on them and shit yeah. that they just make. And now they have the deepest pool... That's 200 feet deep, I want to say. It's, I think yeah, it's 200 feet. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I, was, I thought it was bigger, but... No, it's 200 feet. Dude, that's that's far. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, it's like 10 times what? Like, that's like 20 times your house, like average ceiling in a house. Yeah. 10 feet, 10 foot. Yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, that's that's really far down. And so in that, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you saw the video for it, and if you haven't seen it, guys, go check it out. Just go look up, like, uh, Dubai deep swimming pool. Yeah. And um, there's... Uh, there's a restaurant down there. That shit looks lit. There's so so essentially you go, you strap on scuba gear, and you just dive into this pool. There's a restaurant. There's an arcade. There's a pool table. There's a gift shop. There's a library, and there's an apartment, or there's apartments. Yeah, that you can kind of like go through, you can go to through. explore yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like that shit looks fucking. Dude, it looks phenomenal. Awesome. Bro. Listen, man, we need to hurry up and get scuba certified so we can hit Dubai. <laughs> On that. Listen, we're going to get scuba certified. Yep. Over here with the manatees first. Yep. With the manatees first. Then we're going to go on the Virgin Atlantic. We're going to go up for 10 minutes. Come back down, land in Dubai. Yeah. Listen, Richard Branson, let us do the first podcast from space. And uh, (laughs) we could do a podcast in four minutes. Do the thing and let us land in Dubai. It'll be the shortest episode ever. First podcast in space. Hit us up. Because I'm definitely not getting on Bezos shit. You seen it? So... So I didn't see it. But it looks he, like a giant dick, bro. I'm not. Well, he, I'm not he getting went, on He it, went bro. like rocket style, no, bro. Yeah, it looks like a flying penis, bro. I'm not. I'm but out. It was successful. I'm assuming. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, see yeah, it come it, back it, down. A, a, unimpressive too. Like it Same shoots thing. up. It's a little capsule. It, it's yeah. bro. It's a penis. I'm gonna show it to you, bro. No, it's, I saw it. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and I then the it. tip of the penis comes off, <laughs> and then it parachutes back down Earth. Not no, impressed, bro. Sounds painful, bro. 
fucking Branson shit lands like a fighter jet, right? Like when it comes back oh, down, it it's does. like a okay. damn. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it like does. a glider almost. It's a glider. Bro. It is a glider. It looks okay. cool. Bezos went like normal rocket style. He went like uh like um. SpaceX. It was. I was visibly uncomfortable, bro. This shit looks like a giant penis. I was. I couldn't watch it with my kids. I can't show them the lunch. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not getting on Bezos shit. Matter of fact, it looks like Bezos. It just looks like a giant penis, bro. It's, <laughs> I, was like, I can't do it, bro. <laughs> So we so Richard hit us up. We're gonna do the first podcast from space and then let us go to Dubai. <laughs> let us land there. I'm sure there's a Virgin Hotel in Dubai. We'll stay there. There probably is. We'll, we'll do another episode. <laughs> Branson doesn't do anything half ass, bro. So, you know, the, anything he does is probably gonna be pretty amazing. Or at least he's so flashy with shit that it's at least gonna look cool. Like I was not impressed by either one of these two. Like yeah. the 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 time where they went, I'm like, it's space, but is it really? You know, like, it's like... I mean, it is. Yeah, but is it really, like... It's the closest you're going to get to right now. I guess, If you're not an astronaut, bro, like, I think it's a really cool experience. I just don't think, like, I don't want to... I wouldn't pay... The 200K is too much for me. I guess if... Okay, so if... If you're somebody who had the 200K to spend on that, bro, that's like a $200 plane ticket, right? I'm going to assume for most, right? But I don't care how much money you have. Personally, me, I would have felt like it was wasted. Nah, if you're if 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 you got big money, and 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 the two hundred k is like two hundred bucks, like if it's two hundred bucks, I'm doing it, bro. I'd be like, yo, you took my whole morning, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. And if it's two hundred bucks, you're doing it. And he took some. Uh, Bezos took up some. Was it Bezos or Branson? It took up the eighty two year. I thought that shit was impressive. that was Bezos. He took up like like the youngest and the oldest, and the oldest which is cool. So he broke mad records. Youngest, oldest, uh, first billionaire. And then, or something, because I thought Branson had that, but there's something to do with a billionaire. It was uh, youngest, oldest. There was something else that he had. Well, he is, he is the richest guy in the world right now. So maybe, right? maybe it was that like richest person in space or what? Is it him or is it Musk? I know they go back and forth, bro. No, I think right now it's him. Is it? Bit? Yeah, that's right. Because Tesla crashed. Musk, get your shit together, bro. And then Tesla stock could go up. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man, that shit is. All right, how we doing on time? Our Thirteen in man, we we good. You got any more all stories? Wanna, all I want to, I ain't got any more stories. You got, any, you got something else? I, you know what? I got this one. I, I kind of want wanted to end on a high note. I guess this is sort of a high note, but it's a little fucked up, dude. Do you see the maid at the All Star game? No, bro. There's this maid. Um, the, this is the MLB, MLB All Star game. Yeah, so yep. in Denver, Colorado, is at Coors Field. Yep. Dude, this maid was cleaning a room, and she found sixteen long guns, body armor, a thousand rounds of ammunition. Um, in a room reported it and the room was overlooking like this downtown area where all the festivities were and all that and then it was four yeah, dudes who took up the room and so i guess the plan was and and they had this set up like in front of this window and right and i guess the plan was to pull off something similar to the, the vegas, vegas thing yeah. yeah but four dudes wow so they were gonna go in bro and and because all these festivities were gonna take place in that in that like downtown area they already set up all this stuff so i guess they were just waiting for people to flood so at some point that day or in the next day or two whatever they were gonna go in dude if if you're one of those four guys planning don't you put like do not disturb on the door that you're assuming that the people who do this shit are not crazy <laughs> be like yo imagine like bro did you hit the do not they disturb listen, button they listen to it right now they're yeah. like god damn it god damn it paul yeah paul i told you to put the do not disturb hanger did you put the do not disturb hanger on the doorknob i thought you did it god damn it we gotta go back now and then rosita ratted y'all you motherfucker. <laughs> 
Yo, before we go, man, I wanna I wanna hit up one thing. NBA Finals, um, game six tonight. Yep. About, about to watch that. Hell yeah. Um, but man, if if uh if any of you guys watch sports or even girls or if you have kids that are into sports, um, look at Giannis Atentacumpo. Um, look at his his interview for after game five. Um, he talks about sort of how he um, how he focuses for his games. And I think it's so important to what he said, where he says, like, if you focus on the past, that's your ego. And if you focus on the future, um, that's your pride. And, and he sort of explained briefly about how he tries to focus on the present because that's where he finds most his most happiness. Right. He's not focusing on what he did, not focusing on what he's going to do. He focuses on right now. He enjoys the game. He plays really hard. Um, but I thought it was a, a, a moment that was probably uh, probably, uh, you know, not so important for him. But I saw a few of the um, of the reporters latch onto it and kind of make him kind of go deeper. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like elaborate on it. Or, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So they were actually interested in what yeah. he had to say. And I, and I was like, man, like what a moment. What what a learning moment for for like a kid coming up, and even for adults. Like it's important for everybody. Half of us could use that. Absolutely, bro. But if you have a kid coming up, man, like that, it's it's not it's not a long interview, but that guy. It was like after that interview, man. I go like, fuck, man. I want you to win. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for the Suns. I was like, I want this guy to win. Though. I think. I really don't care who wins, but I'm also, uh, I'd be wrong, I guess, because when he signed that five-year deal, I was adamant that he was not going to win a title in Milwaukee. Um, Listen, this is going to sound like a cop-out. I I do kind of put an asterisk on this because you didn't have to go through the best players in the NBA, right? Like, luck. And listen, every season, I guess you could make the argument that luck is involved, right? Health, from a health perspective. I go, I want you to go through a healthy 50-year-old LeBron and a healthy Brooklyn and yeah, like that stuff. Like even in the East, you know, we might have talked about this where I'm like, where people were, you know, like everybody's, oh, Kevin Durant, best player in the world or Giannis, you know, like, and I go, LeBron was mowing people down in the East and running through that shit and just waiting for three weeks to get to whoever he had to play out of the West. Like these guys all struggled and took multiple game sevens and like, and, and, and granted they're better teams. I just don't think LeBron would have had this trouble in the East right now, irrespective of who was there, even with that Brooklyn team. Um, so I think there was some luck involved, obviously. Like, I think Phoenix, you know, I'd like to see a healthy Lakers team had a chance to defend that, I guess, against a, a right. Milwaukee or whatever it is. But you know what, man? Fuck it. You can only play what the cards you were dealt, and, 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 he, and he's doing it, right? And I'm happy for someone like him to get it. And, dude, he'll be the first person in a long time that's going to do it without the super team thing. Like and I was thinking back to this. I, I guess you could give it to the Warriors too. The Warriors did it, and then they got the Kevin Durant. But the Warriors first one. It was not a super team, right? It was it was right. Clay, it was Draymond before we knew who those guys really were, uh, um, and Steph obviously. Um, so, you know, I think getting don't forget Iguodala. Some that's right. Yeah, so he was on that team, but yeah. and, and those guys weren't like. You know, I think he was MVP that first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Iguodala, you're not getting prime Iguodala. You're right. getting like Igu- like Twilight of his career. You get so I think that team probably you could make that argument there. But it's the first. You know, it wasn't this dismantled. You know, super team of three. You know, it's it's Giannis and company. Like I mean, most of I, Chris Middleton's no, okay, but you think but Chris like, Middleton is really good. Um, I think Drew Holiday 
Um, you got who's the other the seven footer Lopez. Yeah, but no, no superstars is what I mean. They're not. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're, they're not guys that yeah. you're selling sneakers or or, or you correct. Know, and, you know, like these these aren't. Uh, and no disrespect to their skill. Obviously, Drew Holiday was had a shitty regular season. Has shown up, and this is what he was there for. Um, you know, Middleton is hit or miss. Like he just shows up some days, and some days you get this perennial all star where you're like, holy shit, where's this guy? Right. Like, so you know, but again, just not household big names yeah. that you built. So you know, I think I, I'm happy and for a guy it, like and that. And it's in Milwaukee, and it's yeah, yeah, of all places. And I'm happy for a guy like that. You said a guy that seems you know a quote like that, man. It's, it's that's so that just hits because he said we we're all we can all learn something from absolutely so things. So you know, like like. If he gets it cool, I also Chris Paul on the other side. I, I'd like to see kind of Chris Paul yeah, so would I. get his. He's probably the least liked player in the NBA, but for some reason people just want him to get his ring. Because I still make the argument that Chris Paul would have a ring if the league liked him, because people would have actually joined him. But uh, you know, maybe like his personality only works on this team because they're all young. Because they're all young, and they're all young, and I think willing to accept the the tough love. The personality somehow worked right where like. It didn't work in in Houston. It didn't work in in Oklahoma. Although he still made Oklahoma better, I just don't think he definitely that. Did. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, so either one that gets it, man. I think you get two guys who you go definitely deserving. Uh, and Giannis, I mean, who know, this might be the change in the guard for Giannis, man. If Giannis wins one and you're a free agent, do you start to consider Milwaukee as a legitimate location? Because you go, all right, he's proved that he can win it without us. And and before where people used to go, well, fuck, I'll go to where LeBron is because I want to win one, especially right. on the tail end of the career. Does Giannis now become that in the East? And you go, I could live in Milwaukee for a year, and yeah, you know, man. Like, six we'll, months, you know, like, yeah. whatever. We'll see, bro, because you know, and, and it wasn't. It was only a few weeks ago when he had that hyper extension. Yeah, right. So, so to come back from that and then play like he's been playing in the finals, he has that 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 finals moment in the last game where he gets that alley oop. From from Drew Holiday, that wasn't really even a good alley oop, but he caught it and he throws it down. I thought he was gonna get decapitated, you know, bro. To win the game, sort of like oh shit. But you know what? Like I said, it, it just kind of it. It seems like for him, the, the the chips are falling in place. Yeah, yeah. That's his. If he wins, that's his. Uh, his uh, his uh, the, the the Jordan, you know, hand change game. That's the you know making making uh what uh Russell fall. Yeah, making Russell the, the, the fall. Crossover. The LeBron chasing down Iguodala. You know, like Kyrie Irving step back three. Like that's that's Giannis's that. You know, whatever yep. you want to call that, like this moment. This moment. Yeah, that's gonna be on a fucking card forever, and it's gonna be the highlight that just runs over and over and over. If he wins this championship, if he never wins a title, it just ends up being like the here's what could have been kind of thing right. falls to the wayside. But you know, I, I don't, I don't think he can not ever win one now at this point, man. I gotta walk that back because I go even in Milwaukee. He's already proved, man, that like all right, I, I can carry a team there because they had they lost those first two games. It wasn't because of him. I mean, he balled out. He balled out. He balled out. Um, so hey, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to eat that. But yeah, you yeah. proved me wrong. So, all right, man. Yeah. Tell them where they can find us. Cool, man. Hey, uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, thank you for all the support. Uh, if you're not following us yet, make sure you follow us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on Instagram. If you want to get the drink recipes and all that on there, um, it's same at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on YouTube, on Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah. Give us a follow. Uh, send some feedback. Uh, the Carbon Footprint Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, just let us know, man. Uh, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Again, drink ideas or topic ideas or you know whatever. Uh, we're, we're we're open to anything, man. Yeah, and even if you like, even if you like what we're doing, if you like what we're doing, let us know. Yeah. Um, if you like the drinks, if you like the the carbon footprint, if you hate us, like yeah. you want to hear it all. It's all it's all good. And um, I'm wearing a special shirt today. 
This shirt is from my boy Tito. <laughs> the Wu. Uh, Wu and I don't know if you can see it in the camera. I'm gonna look at the camera right now. You're watching YouTube. Tito, Wu Tang forever. I gave in. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.